You're listening to a podcast from 702. But for now, though, we are looking at the TV side of life in South Africa. Are you a fan of Mzanzi Magic, um, the telenovela, The Queen? Is it part of your life, you know, appointment viewing every single evening? Well, you'll also know that the show tends to trend for more than the storyline, in fact, and its characters, but also uh, it tends to trend because of its producers. Um, it's produced by Ferguson Films, which has been on the receiving end of social media hate after they fired a number of actors from the show, from the production. And Ferguson Films um, is owned by husband and wife couple, Shona and Connie Ferguson. And each time they've made headlines for one of these releases of of um, contracts, they have only commented through their lawyer on on the occasion that I, I recall they commented through their lawyer and on the main just chose to ignore the accusations that have been um, leveled there in their direction. So this has left many fans to draw their own conclusions and many have questioned why so many actors have left the show under what they call, you know, uh, just sad uh, circumstances. So late last year, we saw veteran actress Vatiswan Daha writing an open letter to the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture, Nating Tetwa, and she accused Ferguson Films, she accused the couple of exploitative behavior while making big profits, which she based on their lifestyle. So following um, the latest departure of Dineo Mwekezi from the Queen, questions about um, the couple and how they treat their they, they they cast have also come back into the public discourse again. Um, and since Vatiswa's revelations, public opinion on the couple seems to have, it has changed. You know, if we say a public image has now been tainted, th- that would certainly apply here. And now the couple has finally decided to talk. So now I'm joined by a longtime actor and producer. She's a veteran on our screens, and that is Connie Ferguson. Connie, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Azza. I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Um, good, and, good. And I guess a good place to start is, you know, after previous invitations for interviews, which you, are, you, you have declined, you are now willing to talk. What's changed? Why now? Um, I just think we need to set the record straight um, on a lot of issues. Um, the, the narrative has been driven in one direction and, you know, they, always, they, they say that there's always two sides to a story. Um, the reason we haven't been wanting to engage really is because we didn't feel the need to. Um, it was business as usual for us. We had a lot, of, a lot to do on our side. But clearly, whatever narrative is, is being driven out there is, I don't know, people are, are taking it overwhelmingly as the truth mm-hmm. and I think we, we, we just need to clarify a few issues. Mm-hmm. You were criticized yeah. for glibly saying uh, in a live story on Instagram uh, your response because uh, one of the people who were watching the live asked, why do you fire your actors? Um, yeah. Your husband didn't want to, it seemed like he wasn't going to address the matter and then asked yeah. you if you wanted to address it. And you said it's just the nature of soapies. It's the nature yeah. of, of the business. So yeah. do you fire your actors? 
and do you believe what 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 are your your decision making processes for that? Okay, let me put it into perspective. Um, actors are employed to carry through a story arc. Okay, so when we contract actors, we either contract them as principal cast, meaning they're contracted for a year, for 12 months, to come and carry through a longer story arc. And then there are those actors that are contracted for shorter periods or for call periods, meaning they are day players. We call them call actors. So stories shift along the way. Um, I don't know. We fire actors. That, I don't like that word. We don't fire actors as, as, as what has been put out there. Um, sometimes actors come, sometimes actors leave of their own accord. Um, they might find that, um, I don't know, they've outgrown their storyline or they other opportunities out there they would, that they would like to explore. Mm-hmm. And they are asked to be released from their contracts. And we do that graciously because that, that's what they want. And um, people are, are able to, to explore other opportunities when they want to. But you've then, you've also ended contracts. No, we haven't. We haven't ended, and that's what I want to clarify. I'm going to go to the gracious Madiza character because I think this is where that started, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the part that was when, played by, for those that don't know, by Rami Chwene, Tigong. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that was the part that was played by by the actress Rami. Um, so when gracious came onto the Queen initially, right? Um, she came onto season two. It was very exciting. Um, the season was supposed to be about Battle of the Queens. Um, that, that was the, our title for, for the season. And the character of Gracious Mabuza was supposed to come on to take on the Queen, uh, Harriet Koza. Played by Harriet yourself. Kept, yeah. Yes, played by myself. So also to revenge, to avenge um, the death of her husband, and the daughter was already there. The daughter had already been launched, um, the, and, and Goodness, who's played by Zenande. Mm-hmm. So this was supposed to be a one-season story arc, okay? So she was contracted for that season. And at the end of the season, we were done with Battle of the Queens, but there was now a relationship with the actress, and we were trying to find ways to try and keep the character alive, but we couldn't continue doing Battle of the Queens, because that was done. So we continued then in the vein for two further seasons, which, which was season two um, and season three. And as we got into season four, which, which is the season that we're currently working on now, mm-hmm. um, it was very clear that some stories, yes, were engineered, some worked, some didn't. And, you know, as a performer, you, you get very frustrated when you feel like, you don't know what your character is doing. Um, you're not happy with your storyline. It's natural. We go through that as performers. And it was very clear that the actress also wasn't happy with, with her story. Um, she actually expressed it to us that she wasn't happy with her story. And Rani is a very talented individual, you know. So for us to just keep gracious Mabuza for the sake of keeping gracious Mabuza, and because she has a lot of following, which she does, mm-hmm was not, first of all, serving the show, and second of all, it wasn't serving the actress, because we could tell she was becoming very frustrated. So, now, 
in trying to serve the story, number one, because that is our number one priority, and in building up to what we are planning for season five, we decided to exit the character of Gracious Mabuza. Now, everybody that was contracted for season four of the Queen was contracted until the end of May, which is the 31st of the month that we are on now. Yeah, yeah. in if memory serves in February. Mm-hmm. But the actress herself, the contract has been in touch to date. We are aware that she started filming with another production, which is great because, you know, we wish her nothing but success. But um, in terms of her contract with Ferguson Thorns and the Queen, it has still been in text, meaning that the actress is still on salary until the end of May. So this, this is what has been very frustrating when... Um, they keep saying that we, we like firing people like we, we are inconsiderate. Look, <laughs> we are not inconsiderate people. So even though the storyline has and, come and, to an end, and, she's no longer part of the cast, the active cast. No, no, she, she is still no on contract, you're saying, until the end of May, which is uh, the yes. contract period, right? And I will talk yes. about the fact that you're talking with Malti. You're in talks, or maybe you've concluded talks. You'll give us an update a little bit uh, later on on that. Um, how did the... How did Rami's support and sympathy with uh, Vatiswa Ndaka's letter uh, uh, influence or play a role on set and between actor and producer? Look, I'm very supportive and sympathetic to a lot of Vatiswa's points myself. Um, So that has absolutely nothing to do with it. And in any way, Matisse's open letter was generally very true to the state of our industry, 100%. I think where, I, I think maybe information got lost was when, for some reason, our name was dragged into it, and for some reason... Um, well, she mentions, she mentions negotiations with yourselves, so it's not... A, no, no, yeah. Negotiations with ourselves for... Eagazi, which we were supposed to do at the time. Yeah. Yes. And we, we did have negotiations with, with Batista's manager for Igazi. We could not reach an agreement because um, the remuneration that the actress wanted was just way beyond what we could afford in our budget. And graciously, we did say we, we made a counter offer, which the actress declined. And usually how that works, I would like to believe, is if you do not accept the terms of the contract, be it for remuneration or whatever reason, you graciously decline and move on. It's interesting uh, that you... But, but, okay. but, but this, this just turned into something that, I, I don't know, it, it just turned into something that mm-hmm. it still blows my mind to date how this became what it became. Okay, but my question originally was, did it affect, for instance, with Rami, uh, your relationship as producer and actor? And it, it is a, a contract, your, your fellows, your colleagues on set, but it's also you're in contract. She's contracted to you and your company. So did it affect that relationship? Not in any way. Not in any way, because as, as far as we're concerned, we, we, look, we don't know what Rami's friendship is with Batiswa. We are not... Um, involved in our cast outside relationships. For us, as long as someone brings their professionalism to set, they bring their A game all the time, that's all we're concerned about. 
Okay, so I want to move on to something that you said earlier on. You said that the the letter reflected uh, a lot of what ails the industry at the moment. So you're yes. saying you can sympathize, you can see her perspective, but you are role yes. players in this. Why don't you change? Why 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 are you not agents of changing the industry for the betterment of uh, everybody involved? Why perpetuate the system? So how, how are we perpetuating the system? I, I just need you to clarify that. No, no, I'm, I'm taking from what you said earlier on. You're saying you agree with her about the things that are wrong in the industry. Oh, what, what I'm saying is that the challenges that they are faced with are some of the challenges that we are faced with as producers. Remember, I'm not only a producer, I'm also a performer. Mm. So the same contract that performers sign, I sign as a performer. And you need to understand that as a producer, I do not own any of the content that I put out there. So in effect, you're saying you're in the same boat. It's not worse. A limitation of uh, rights applies it, it, to both it, it, of you. It's not worse because you need to understand we, we are kind of the middleman um, who, one, have to maintain a relationship with the broadcaster and on the flip side, have to maintain a relationship with our cast and crew. So trying to balance that line can be so difficult because, unfortunately, you become the, the middleman that is not trusted. Okay? Because you are the producer. You are the one that's supposed to have money. But as a producer, I'm commissioned. I am given a budget. And I have to make that budget work between crew, between cast suppliers, between everybody else that is contributing to the production. So it's never just about looking at one side and going, this whole budget is going to this side. I mean, it, it does get very frustrating. And it gets even more frustrating when you want to do more and you want to do better, but your hands are just tied. So will you say that you don't know why this has happened, uh, being vilified in this way? And, you know, to, to, uh, when we look around, the criticism isn't leveled to other productions. The number of productions are underway. They've had different issues. You know, Uzalo's had its issues. Uh, we've seen uh, generations, in fact, historically having its own issues. Why do you think, in your opinion, why do you think you are being vilified uh, as you are at the moment, as you say, you know, it, it's baffling. It's baffling to me. That, that, that's a mystery to me as well. I, I cannot answer that question um, because people have been let go from many productions, but it never became a thing. Um, and people have been let go with notice where they are let go and paid their whatever their notice period um, and let go out of their contracts, from their contracts, and it never became a thing. They move on graciously. Um, some people we have taken on from other productions that were let go, we move on graciously. So I cannot, I really cannot tell you why when it comes to further and films, it's a different approach, it's a different ball game. Um, I don't know, these are the villains, and everybody else can do it, but further and films can't do it. I cannot answer that question.
Okay, because it's it's disheartening because I think everybody has a part to play and everybody has to acknowledge their role in a particular situation and context. That's one thing. And to yeah. almost put your hands up and say, I don't know, um, is, is almost to say that you didn't have a part, but you actually do have a part as producers to play in all of this. And the, you are both actors, so you know the experience of actors. You know what it's like to live on these short contracts or maybe long contracts. Surely you should also be agents for, for change, to agitate that the industry change. And the question also that happened um, in that live video was, I think, a response to say that it, it, we need to introduce new characters. You know, so uh, the, the question about new faces coming onto the screen. Then what do you regard as your responsibility as producers in this industry to make sure that it doesn't have this exploitative quality to it. Uh, I think a third of importance what we try to do is to try and balance maintaining the talent that we have and also bringing in new talent on board. Just as a person, not just as a teacher, but as a person, it breaks my heart to know that there are people out there, talented actors and actresses, who haven't worked in a long time. Um, yes, we are able to create some roles for some, but we cannot create roles for absolutely everybody. It's unfortunate that in our country specifically, we have more talent than we do have um, opportunities out there. Is it not also based on the weakness of a story or what, what, what the ability of a story to sustain the livelihoods of actors? Because the high churn rate surely is detrimental. The what? Sorry. The high churn rate, as in the in the the in and out, uptake. People come on board, they leave or they let go of it. Surely, it's bad for the industry. Well, stories run their course. It's 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 part of storytelling. As our stories run their course, um, you get to a point where the story has become redundant, and you need to, I don't know, inflate new energy into the story, bringing new blood onto the show. It's, it's just the evolution of storytelling. So, okay. yes, with long shows specifically, I think we are blessed enough that we are able to employ people for longer periods of time. Um, unlike on farmers, we'll shoot for two, three months, and then it's done, and then we have to wait for another project. Um, so the fact that there are more telenovelas out there is already a step in the right direction in that more people get to be employed on longer contracts. So I do feel like... There is some positive. I think we tend to focus a lot more on the negative than um, the positive that is happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And quickly, it, uh, what happened with uh, Dineo, Dineo Langa, right? Because that's along with Zenande Mfenyane, as well yeah. as, um, I'm forgetting now, Cindy Matlangu. Yes, Cindy Matlangu. Uh, there, there were questions about why they've been these releases, you know, of, of, of actors. What happened with Dineo? Dineo, um, I thought some time off to go pitch a movie. I yes. think in January. And in this time, the actors were on an end storyline with the Queen. Okay, we made it we made it very clear to the actress's agent and actress that this would be the worst time for you to go. Remember she's on contract with us, on first call um contract with us. 
So it, it wasn't the most suitable time for her to exit the show as she was on an aid storyline. There were actors that had been employed to drive that story with her, but with her now not being available to film, we had to rewrite. So go back to the drawing board, um, go back to the story, rewrite so that we were able to exit her so she could go and do the movie. So she was meant to return um, in April. Well, you know, in May. Yeah, she, was, she was meant to return in April, but we were on lockdown in April, so nobody was filming. Um, so things kept on evolving and changing, and as we are introducing new characters, we needed... Um, oh, my God, I can't say this without giving away story. Okay, let's not give away anyway, the story. We, 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 let's not give away story, but we needed something massive to happen to ignite the direction of the storyline for season five. So in this case, then that thing is, um, let's just say the character character, which is the character, um, is part of that whole thing that happens that that ignites the storyline for for season five. So it's also still on contract with the Queen until the end of May. All right. But in general, yeah. you do allow, you release, you, you, you agree to release people to go and further and develop themselves elsewhere briefly because it's something that's commonly known. Uh, are you accepting of it? We are accepting of it as long as it doesn't compromise our story because you need to realize that the queen um, is our number one priority. We are aware that um, performers want to be challenged. They want to stretch themselves. So... Sometimes they need to, yes, go out there and explore, but it mustn't be, I don't know, I almost feel like it's unfair to say that, you know, go explore and then I'll wait for you and then come back and I'll pick you up because my story has to continue as well. So there are times when they, the, the, the character is not busy and that doesn't affect story. And that's great because they can go and come back without affecting story too much. But when the character is busy and the story has to shift, it just throws the whole production into such disarray um, that we, we almost now have to go back to the drawing board and... Okay. I've got to take headlines, Connie. Please stay on the line because I want to. We, your fans, of course, want to know. The fans of the show want to know about the renewal of the contract. You know, what can we expect as sets reopen and also just a return to set? What are the precautions that producers will be taking? It's 23 minutes to uh, three o'clock. We'll be chatting to Black Coffee in a short while, play you his new music, stunning song ahead of uh, his full album release later on in the year. But we're concluding our conversation with veteran actress and producer. Connie Ferguson joining us uh, to address some of the criticism they've received as producers uh, on uh, the show The Queen. It's a Mzanzi magic uh, telenovela. So in recent weeks, in recent times, I think this past year, in fact, has been difficult uh, for the husband and wife team of producers because some actors uh, have left and as a result, they've been criticized for releasing, firing um, uh, actors in the way that they have. And they haven't spoken, but now have decided to say their part, speak their part in this entire saga. Uh, Connie, thank you. Connie, thank you for staying with us. We don't want to. Uh, I actually have to go on to set. Um, yes, we are concluding our conversation. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you were in talks with Multi Choice. Is this uh, season going ahead? The next season. Yes. We, we, yes. When do yes, you return to set? Part. 
season five? Um, we, mm. we, we, um, obviously, due to the lockdown, sorry, I'm in a rush now. Obviously, due to the lockdown, um, we had to shut down. So we didn't finish season four. We, we won't be able to finish season four um, at the anticipated time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to start season five on the 1st of June. So we'll probably start it mid-June. We're trying to catch up. We're trying to catch up. So we'll probably start season five mid-June. Okay. And how are you mitigating for risks that may take place on set? Post-lockdown, um, we're operating under level four. Mm-hmm. On Friday, post-lockdown, everybody came uh, onto set in little groups to be trained on how to take care of themselves for this COVID by, by healthcare professionals, safety and um, health officials who we have now employed on set. Every morning when people show up to set, they are screened. We did tests at the beginning of production for everybody to make sure that everybody was clear of COVID. Um, and we are shooting in smaller groups now. So we don't have the whole crew back on set. Most of production are still operating from home and only people that need to shoot are on set. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got so much comments, so many questions. Uh, You know, your show does have a lot of fans in this country. It trends, the characters trend, uh, you yourself. And someone says, uh, King says, how are you able to keep your character alive in quotes and with what you described about story arcs and that this was about, you know, the two families uh, being each other's rivals? Yeah. Um, I think it's important as a performer to love your character. It doesn't matter if your character is a bad guy or a good guy. You have to believe in that person's story to relate to that person's story and love that person so that you're able to defend that person person, um, through thick and thin. I love Harriet. I admire um, Harriet's strength. Um, I love how she is as a mother. I think in, in that way I can relate to her. And yes, stories take that sometimes we, we have ups and, ups and downs. There are times when Harriet is not very busy and we allow other people to drive stories and then we shift that to Harriet. I understand all these dynamics. So um, I'm enjoying playing the character immensely. I'm very humbled and overwhelmed by people's response to the character. They adore her. Um, I appreciate my fans, so I'd just like to say thank you. I am now really flustered because they are waiting for me on set. <laughs> okay. All right, Connie. Uh, thank you for your time. Thanks a lot for ventilating some of the issues. I don't know if it's any clearer because I suspect the frustration is because you yourselves are actors and uh, players now, major players in the industry. And perhaps the hope was that you would be instruments of change in making things more equitable um, and more sustainable, making the industry, helping to make the industry a lot more sustainable because it is indeed yes. people's careers. Okay, let me tell you where I do feel like we've been um, instruments of change. We employ a lot of people, you know. I mean, it's it's little things that people will take for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, I do understand that there's a lot of expectation out there. I don't always feel that the expectation is realistic. I think the situation is looked at because it's Shauna and Connie, things should happen a certain way. People need to realize that Shauna and Connie do not set the laws. Shona and Connie are fighting against a lot of things themselves. Um, Shona and Connie experience a lot of um, issues in their own productions that they have to navigate through. This is a lot of things that people do not know because we do not go crying 
um, to everybody about our issues. We are trying to find amicable way forward with, with, with all um, parties involved. We do believe that we are agents of change. Other people may see it. Other people may not. That's okay. People that see what we do and appreciate what we do, we are very grateful. We are humbled by that. That's all we can ask for. All we right. do know that we are making a big difference. And, you know, that's literally, I mean, we are blessed. We are blessed to be making a difference and we are grateful. That's all we can ask for. Connie Ferguson, thank you so much for your time and all the best with season five of The Queen. Thank you very much, Eva. That is uh, Connie Ferguson, and they've obviously been all these questions looming, previously only responding to uh, through their lawyers, and then deciding that perhaps they should speak out directly themselves, considering uh, the kind of conversations and the vilification that has played out particularly on social media.